Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer, Corey Friedman. Cody Del Mendo and the Cubs with a nice win. Now one away from the magic number of 70. They beat the Phillies. The push to 70 is underway. The march to 69 is complete. March it's very nice. Is we complete. did it, everyone. What a, what a moment. I mean, let's... I mean, the march to 63 or the quest for 63 was, was one we'll remember in CHGO sports history. But, man, when they hit 69... Oh, was it nice, guys? It was one of the nicest, nicest wins of the season. But are they going to help? As in the chat, it just mentioned. Uh, Jack says, "Are they going to help the Brewers make the playoffs?" Well, I've been following the Cardinals and the Brewers game, and it is because I don't want that. It's currently two to one Milwaukee in the bottom of the eighth. It's like a, a game. It's a game and a half. Game and a half separate them right now. The Cubs aren't playing like great in this series. The Phillies are just yes, not. Yes, they're, they're giving it away. The Phillies are looking like out. the Mets last week yeah. or two weeks ago, whenever they played. Like they're literally, like they look like the 2019 Cubs right now. But so we're we're in the March to 70. Uh, and then we still have a shot. Are the Sox still losing? The Sox lost, so we still can figure finish with the same record. At the end of the season, it is still mathematically possible that the Cubs and Sox will finish with the same record. That's something else to shoot for. Cody's going to have some thoughts. If These are know. lofty goals that we're shooting for here. Well, that would be, you know, it would be nice. It would be city unity that way. <laughs> We'd all have the same amount of wins and losses. <laughs> I'm sure that's how the We'd all be the together Sox as one. Feel about that. Also, also, the season total over is still alive, guys. I had the seven. I had it at seventy-five and a half. It's still alive. Just saying, it, it is can, still it can, there. It can happen. It can happen. I so. mean, this game. You know, I, I'll be honest. I, I missed some plays. <laughs> did you? Did you, Luke? I, I, the TV was on, but did I miss a few plays? I'd look. Oh, Nico's up. My who you got? Uh, Morell continues to make you think that he's not just a utility guy. At least for me, he does. I know in my heart I want to say he's probably just a utility guy, but you have to remind yourself he just turned 23 in the middle of the season. Yeah. Well, and a lot of guys aren't even in the majors yet, so he's not only there, he's had some slumps, and he's been able to push through them. Home run against Zach Wheeler last night, and then he said, hold my beer, and did it against Aaron Nola tonight? Like... And again, after he had had a big slump. That. Yeah. And all while being asked to play all know, over the field, six right. different defensive positions. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think he, I, I think Ross said that that might be the role they envision for him and depending on how they change this roster in the offseason. But I think even if he is a utility man, I think that's going to be a utility man that's playing quite a bit. Like, maybe it's not every day, but I can see him in a situation where he is bouncing all over the field, giving guys a day off, but he's, he's getting in there a lot. Yeah, I, what I had said last night, Corey, to uh, Cody was, I like the idea. Don't get me wrong. I like the idea of the flexibility that Morrell gives you. I liked it when Chris Bryant gave it to you. Um, I just don't want a team full of those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's going to be that guy, let Morrell be that guy. Let him be Zobris. You don't want a field full of Ben Zobris. It, you need a better mix than that. Like, even if you have two of those guys, okay, great. But you can't have like five of those guys on your team or you're not going to be a good team. 
Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm not saying Morrell's a bad player at all. I'm just saying. No, I know that. You you need some legit stars that just want it. That you don't, you're like, he's not moving from that spot. Yeah. Well. Or is 20, that old in, school thinking? In 2016, though, like, I felt like that team was super versatile. Like. I mean, but Rizzo they, was going to play they, first. You knew Rizzo was going to play it was first. Like what, Javi and Zobris were moving Javi and Zobris were, yeah. were the versatile yeah. guys. But you also knew you could play Chris Bryant in the outfield if you absolutely needed to. You needed though. to, but who, I mean, who else he, was going to play third that you had to get over at third? That's the thing, though. It's like, you know what I mean? And then, you know, in the out, in the outfield, you, you knew you could play Hayward in center if you absolutely had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he always played in right. And then left field was always just a toss-up between – Chris Coglin and Jorge Soler and anyone else that I'm forgetting. Ben Zobrist, if they played Javi at second, you know. So, PS5 says with a little extra weight, yeah. Morel reminds him of Aramis Ramirez. Listen, if the, if the end result is Aramis Ramirez, I mean, take it. Sign me up. He actually plays <laughs> harder than Aramis Ramirez, too. <laughs> I mean, everyone yeah. used to yell about Aramis not running hard to first. That was one of the things he, yeah. <laughs> but boy, could he hit. He can hit. He could hit, though. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's just, again, of the positives, I think Marquis had the question, was it yesterday or tonight? Who's the Cubs' tonight. best rookie? Yeah. That was tonight? Mm-hmm. It was tonight. Yeah. I don't know how it's not Morrell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were talking that, like, if Seiya had stayed mostly healthy for this year, I think it's probably Seiya. But right. I think for a 23-year-old to come up and play all over the field – they, you know, Skip he did the thing a, yesterday, basically. right, where he, you know, is, uh, you know, he's stolen some bases, he's hitting the home runs, playing all over the field. It's been quite impressive. I think you could argue between the two of them, though. Say his overall numbers on offense are uh, a bit better, but not by that much, I don't think, overall. He's been, at, well, Say has also been asked just to play one position. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and again, yeah, if Say a, been healthy. His numbers would probably be better if he'd been mostly healthy all season, right? Um, but they both have been similar in the fact that, yeah, they've had hot streaks and they've looked like they're lighting the world on fire. And they've also had down moments too. So, like, they look like they look like rookies in the ma- in the majors. But I don't know, man. They they both look like they have bright futures on this team. It's pretty close, honestly. Looking at it, like if you're Many looking at some of these numbers, Morell's at uh, 1.6 WAR. 111 WRC plus Sayas at 115 WRC plus 1.7 WAR. So, like, if you're looking at like value created stats right. on fan graphs, mm-hmm. pretty pretty close. Pretty close. So, and why wouldn't you? Yeah. What's even more? Well, Cody's the <laughs> you know Cody's the analytics guy. I'm, right. I'm not yeah, trying to steal his thunder, but yeah. For some reason around here, I I did log on to Baseball Savant tonight. See, for like five seconds, but uh, just a numbers guy. <laughs> yeah. Just another number cruncher. Say it has 13 I open, home I open runs. the app and look at the numbers and then tell you all about them, guys. <laughs> no, remember, though, Say started with the team at the beginning of the season, too. And Morel, I was, so was going to say that, too. Barely apples to apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think they're both, for rookie seasons, obviously they're very different, you know, context, but for rookie seasons, I think, like, you're pretty thrilled on both of them. Say, I think, was a, a, a very successful season given the transition he had to make. And Morell, like you weren't even, we didn't even think Morell was going to be on this team when we were doing these preseason podcasts, right? And now you've got to. In terms of, you know, if you want to. I'm a betting guy. Everyone knows that. Like, Morell is like one of the top five of like the lowest odds to win NL Rookie of the Mm -hmm. Year. Him and Seiya Suzuki both are. It's probably probably going to be Strider or Harris in, in Atlanta. But again, like, it's not like they're at the bottom of the list, like. They've been, they both of them have been two of the best rookies in the National League this year, and uh, the fact that Morell did it when he got caught up, started doing it when he got caught up in May, like that's a whole yeah. month missed, and he's in this race. So I mean, I think impressive. they both represent. I mean, I think for Seiya in particular, I think you're kind of hoping that next year he's settled in a little more, has a, a more normal off season routine, gets that homer total up a little bit. But like for both of them, I feel like they look like really solid. You know, maybe they're not the stars of a competitive division-winning team, but very, very strong contributors, producers, wherever they're, you know, for Morel, wherever he's playing. Like, you're, mm-hmm. those are the kind of guys I think you're looking at when you're talking about, like, the foundation being there for them to be aggressive this offseason. 
and maybe these maybe you don't have a ton of like the the stars here, but you do have depth and 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 pieces that are going to contribute on a pretty high level. I think. <laughs> I think they found more pieces this year than I expected them to find. I'm not saying star pieces, although I think Nico could be that star guy. Sure. Which I didn't think they'd find any of those out of that group of players that was coming in. I I wasn't sure there was necessarily a star player in there. Um, by the way, yes, if you're watching on YouTube, yes, Corey and I are wearing the same shirt. That's right, points bet for life. We didn't plan it either. And the chat is really flying. Again, for as late in the season as we are for a bad team, the, the chat is alive tonight. Uh, Shane is there, drive secure. <laughs> Michael, David. Uh, I saw David Elliott saying to Corey, hey, there is no math on this podcast. Save it for the series review with Brendan. That's fair. Thank you. Thank you. No, that's a fair point. Uh, speaking of Brendan, you know, we asked him when he joined us uh, remotely about pitching prospects because it was the last time Wesneski pitched. And I said, so, you know, we, you re-rank these guys all the time. Where, who are you most excited about of all the pitching prospects, including Killian? I mean, on down the line. And he was like, Wesneski, number one. Number one. And I let him include Steele, and I let him include Thompson. And he still said, Wesneski, are you as hot on Wesneski as the pitch doctor? Well, I mean, the issue is is that a lot of what's informing his excitement I receive in various text messages okay, or uh-huh. on our Skype calls when we're recording the shows. So I am a, I'm indoctrinated, if you will, on all this information. Like, it's tough. I would, like, offhand, I would say it's probably him or Justin Steele. Justin Steele has been really impressive this year. And, like, the the steps that he's taken, how he's added to his pitch mix and just executed as the year has gone on. I think the thing with Wisniewski, though, is he just has such a diverse repertoire of pitches and the velo. And, like, you see it tonight. Like, some of those pitches, they move in a way. And, they you know, he's dotting the corners on some of those breaking pitches, it's easy to see, like, I think if you're looking at, like, which guy is, nobody's a sure thing, but, like, a surefire, like, this guy can be a starter, middle to high part of the rotation, I I, I think, like, just on stuff and, like, the prospect of it all, I think it is probably Hayden Wisniewski. Higher ceiling, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's a better way to put it, yeah. Because I do think Steele, at the very least... Worst case scenario, I watch him now and I think, well, at worst case scenario, he's a three. I really do, especially because he's left-handed. I see him and I think, well, could I see him being a one or a two? Yes. Could I see him being worse than a three? Boy, it'd be a really good good pitching staff. A really impressive year. Yeah, no doubt. And he was a guy that, again, he himself probably had high expectations, but I don't know if Cubs fans in general had, like, expectations that you'd be talking about Justin Steele at this point in the season about him being a one or two next year. Yeah. Or worst case scenario, a three in a really good rotation. When I think for Steele too, like what's impressive is that he, over the past couple of years, you know, you even go back to like the COVID year, like he was, he's come in relief for the Cubs. He's been up, he's been down, like to be able to balance all that and come into this year and put together Obviously, he's, you know, dealing with the injury here that's going to prevent him from going start to finish, right? right? But, like, he has put together a really strong and consistent year. He's been good all year, you know? Battled through some stuff, made some adjustments, but he was very nearly close to going, like, pole to pole yeah. in the rotation, just delivering quality starts and really good stuff and just sort of getting better as the year was going on, right? Like, in the beginning of the year, we were talking so much, he was going, like, four innings or things like that, and he just got better and better, and, like, everything you wanted him to do, he kept doing. When so, I, I don't want to get you too excited but I think it's fair to say that his season kind of turned when John Lester said, pound the fastball. I mean, you don't have to convince me. Right? Like, I mean, realistically, Everybody should it is. listen he was, to John Lester. He was just yeah. kind of, it was kind of the up and down. We're like, I don't know. He's a reliever. He's a starter. And then Lester's like, dude, start throwing your fastball. And he took it to heart, and it's worked all season. Yeah. And he's got the same, like, mentality as mm-hmm. John Lester on the mound, like, 
big Lester vibes, right? John's got good advice for everybody. He tells <laughs> Justin Steele what pitches to throw. He would tell Cody to start slamming Miller Light. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. yeah, he should have told David Ross not to do Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> he yeah. probably he Rossi, did. I bet he did. Don't do Dancing with the Stars. Don't do it. <laughs> you regret it for your whole life. Um, I stand. So what did you think of Wes Neske tonight? Uh, Shane says uh, he's just that dude in him. Yeah. At the swag. Well, the first first time through the order was good. It was really good. Then second time, the Phillies adjusted a little bit. He gave up a run uh, on the sack fly, I believe. Uh, but then I thought he was able to get through to in, 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 and into the fifth, or into the sixth inning, right? He gave up a hit, and then they took him out. But... I thought I thought he adjusted well back, considering how the Phillies adjusted to him, right? Like, this was a big test for him, right? Like, we've seen him perform well against the Pirates and I think the Reds too, mm-hmm. and so this was this lineup. This this is a good lineup. Like, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, Bryce Harper, like that's a that's a lineup of dudes, and uh, so. Would I say I was overly impressed? No, but it was. I'm just glad he didn't go out there and get shelled because if he went out there and got shelled, then we'd be sitting here probably, you know, thinking ah, maybe we should take a step back on maybe our optimism. But five strong against that lineup in your fifth career start or whatever it was, like, I'll take it, man. I thought it was a nice start. I mean, he had. I know one of those innings. Uh, I can't remember who tweeted it, but I I know one of those innings where he gave up multiple hits. All of the balls yeah. were under 80 miles an hour, mm-hmm. right? And, like, you know. They're you all can, little blue. Yeah. You make of exit velocity what you want. But, the like. The shift. They beat the shift a few yeah, times. Yeah. They're not, they're not squaring him up. They're not barreling him in. Right. Uh, you know, to get those hits. That's what's important. Um, we've seen him strike more guys out. So, that total was down tonight. But, like, yeah. Like Cody said, against this offense, against a team that is desperately trying to make the playoffs in the Phillies. Like, that was a, a nice start from Hayden. He had he made some really good pitches to some really good professional, like, accomplished hitters tonight. And I that's my main takeaway, right? He's only a few starts into his big league career. I, the, each line is not super important to me. But, like, watching the way he was pitching to Bryce Harper or Reese Hoskins or, uh, you know, Schwarbs at the top of the order, like, that, and he's... You know, we see him. He's strutting off the mound. He's he's poised. He's making these pitches. Like that was impressive to me. So, like to see him go deeper, sure. But it was a it, that's a nice start. Should we take care of who you got? Because Ryan's guy is not involved in who you got. Who did he take? Hap. He took Hap. Mm-hmm. My guy is also not involved. So it's down to Wesneski or or my guy Nico. I will state my case. <clears throat> Ryan's going to be mad. That he would be against you, so I think he's I will be state mad. my he's who you got case. To... And again, this is down to the nitty gritty. We have seven games left. Cody leads by one, depending on what numbers you trust. Going into this, <laughs> oh now if Maverick God. is involved, as we know, Maverick is in my heart. We're tied going into this. <laughs> I will point out that my man Nico Horner tied. First of all, got a base hit that was a rocket shot up the middle, right? Then he went around to score and tie the game. So he scored the game-tying run, all right? And he had a base hit. Then <clears throat> I will say about Hayden Wesneski what uh, Cody Del Mendo just said about his player at 10.02 on live podcast. <laughs> Would I say I was overly impressed? Question mark? No. Wrote it down in the End notes of, app. He just notes tapped. End of quote. Was I what I say was yes. overly impressed. We all heard no. It. Fact, and I rest my case. Wow. Can can I now have the camera on me now? <laughs> yes. Is, is that possible, Joey? Hold on. The chat Stucky has now finished his opening <laughs> arguments and we will turn the floor over to Cody. Your Honor, I Your Honor, I rest my case. The chat's going for Cody, I gotta tell you. Do we have to turn the camera? Shane says okay. Stucky would be a bad lawyer. Well, yes, Morell Morell would have won. Morell would have won if somebody picked him, but nobody picked Morell. Okay. Now Marcus does say Nico. All, all right, Stucky. All day. right, Stucky. You had your turn. You okay. had your turn. I was. My guy time. went into the sixth inning, only gave up one run, 
struck out three, and even though he had two walks, one of those walks was bullshit, and if you were watching, he had the strikeout on that ball four that that umpire missed, so it should have only been one walk. Again, not even 10 career starts. He went up against that lineup. I think this is an easy one, and even the chat is saying that too. Shane Some says Cody chat. wins. Some of the chat. Uh, I will say, my guy almost... Nick G, Wesneski versus the Phils, almost getting a quality star is a big step. Almost. Uh, Who my cares? Guy, my, guy should have been, my guy should have been two for four. An illegal review oh, of a hit bullshit. by pitch. As oh, called by Boot Shambi, an illegal review. The ball hit him, Stuck. 45 miles an hour. He, he got hit that. by a pitch There's and no swung way. at it. First of all, it's not reviewable, and... And that space right but there. They, but they, we're getting a live <laughs> demo here now. Now, uh, again, I am not. I am not I'm giving up Will on Yumper this one. Here. He says I win by default. I'm the, yeah. I did pick Wilson, who went over four, but I like the logic. And and I will just say this one yes. more time, and then Your Honor, I will. Re this is the closing statement for the jury, ladies and gentlemen. Would I say I was overly impressed? Oh my! The God. answer. No, from Cody Del Mendo on his player for who he got. Hayden overly Wisniewski. impressed. Does that mean that I don't think he did, had a good night? He's overly impressed. He had a good night. He had a no, great night. No, I was night. not. He had I'm, a great night for our expectations. Was it a quality start? Was he People better the jury, than Was it a quality expected. start? It was not. So what is that? An unquality start. You guys know I'm Stucky Nation, ride or die. So I'm going to vote for Luke. Mike says, not as a fellow it, ski, I'm not going to defend I'm, it. <laughs> I'm going Wesneski. PS5, Dat Lie. Cody wins. Sorry, Grandpa. Uh, judge rules in favor of Cody. Mm. As a fellow ski, Dub says he's mm. going with Wesneski. We've Fine. even got. Uh, Fine, you can have the point, but. Stan. Also, PS5, Dat Lie says that I have a sweet hoodie on, and that's a win already. Uh, well, how about whoa, Stan? Whoa, 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 sweet hoodies. Uh, Read this one, Corey. Hello, Luke and I. Points bet. You know, this you, is lightweight. Cody was here? sweating during the game. Cody was sweating. We were lightweight. I didn't just even have right, this on during the game for most of it. I just the it right weight. I got a little M&M thing going on with this hood, don't I? That's one shot, thing. Nick one G opportunity. Also, Nick G also points out that Wesneski is the winning pitcher of the game. And yeah. wins and losses do matter. Will a real Slim Shady please stand up? <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't even acknowledge him rapping the lyrics to Lose Yourself just now. That was trying to maintain composure. That's on probably you know one of I mean? my favorite moments since we started this <laughs> network. I don't know him. Arm I spaghetti. used to know him better. Arm spaghetti. Arm spaghetti. Arms spaghetti. Isn't it arm spaghetti? Palms weak and sweaty. Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti oh. stuck. <laughs> Uh, knees, knees weak. You guys get thinking. to come on YouTube no. and watch us for free. I'm just pointing that. <laughs> you got one shot, one I mean, opportunity. Just, just like Twitter, you know, I, I always well, tweet this app is free. You can come on YouTube and watch us. For can free. I? Can I wow. read a, a stat that I'm seeing on on the Twitter machine that I think is is pretty interesting? I gave myself a point, by the way. 26, 24. Yeah. 26, 24, 21. No, you should get your Maverick point. Thank you. No, no, no. no 26, no. 25. Oh, yeah. That's just one opinion. Uh, the leader the, of Stucky the, Nation. The the uh, over overhauling rule is that the Maverick point does not go towards Luke, and in the in the Excel document we got Luke. In reality, Maverick. tonight was so close nobody should have received a point. I'll but. take. The oh, point. that's yeah. where we're at now. Okay. Corey did come all the way over here from Wrigleyville. I'll, I'll I'll take the point. Um, <laughs> but I didn't realize this, but I'm reading this from uh, our friend Brett at Bleacher Nation. One team in the National League, the Mets, has more wins this season against teams above 500 than the Chicago Cubs. Cubs are number two in the National League. And they're also, what now, five games over 500 in the second half? Something yeah, like that? Something like that. I'm not telling you to get your hopes up for next year, but am I not saying that? You know, Cody and I are all in. Well, and then I was listening to Sutcliffe, and he was getting excited, so clearly that makes me get excited. <laughs> all I know is I'm going to be sitting in my apartment – with like seven inches of snow in December, and I'm going to be dreaming. Seven inches. Yeah, like I'm going to be dreaming about a 95-plus win team next year because I'm getting way too excited. I know I'm getting way, I'm getting way too excited right now. They haven't even hit free agency yet. It's going to be like two in the morning. It, this is how I work. It'll this be two in the morning on like a Friday night. I'm ready to be heard. They're going to sign Correa. You're going to drive down, pick me up, 
and we're going to head to the studio and do an emergency podcast at 2.45 in the morning. And if there's too much snow, we'll get and a somehow, snowboard. somehow we'll find a way to produce the show live on YouTube. No, Joey will meet us there. Oh. Cody for Correa? Cody Come will be on. on his scooter with a snowblower in front of him, <laughs> throwing snow down the bike lanes. Um, the only thing about these stats, like, I know their, their, their ERA has been great since the All-Star break, right? Um, that stat, for the starters. Yeah, for the yeah. starters. That, that's another one, okay? So only the Mets have had a better record against 500 teams. All those things are great. But as... If who you got can show you anything this season, it's that you can turn numbers into whatever you want them to be. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, facts. The fact F-A-X. is, it's still 69 wins. Yeah, no, absolutely. Which we were not happy with at the beginning of the season, but we are happy with at yeah. this point. I think yeah. for me, it's, it's more just so about yeah. like looking at the individual players and how they're contributing to those numbers, right? And it, it kind of plays into what we talked about, like with Morell and Suzuki. And even guys like Adrian Sampson, who you're, I think if you're building the roster right, you're hoping you're not leaning on him for a lot in 2023. But, like, he's tossed a lot of quality starts, right? And, like, the more you can have guys contributing to those numbers, I think the better. And they put you in a place to build a roster that, you know, you actually believe in. There we go. Look at <laughs> Eight Mile. You're quick, Joey. Yeah, you are quick. Eight Mile. I love how... See, but he's got the black hoodie on. He was able to get, like, the... The beanie on and everything. Oh. What do you mean? I didn't. This is a real picture I pulled up from the internet. This is the cover of the movie. Okay. Luke has a good skincare routine. That's why it looks like that. <laughs> yeah, it has to be that. Yeah. Um, Cody, what are you betting on? Mm. You, you ask you me what I'm wa- betting on. Got some football wagers. Oh, How many? What was the total amount of wagers you made from Friday? Uh, I'm sorry. From Thursday. Let's say from Thursday. Thursday night football. To Sunday or to Monday. Through Monday night football, how many wagers did you place on points bet? 69. 43. 43 <laughs> wagers. <laughs> how do you keep track of it all? Well, you see, Luke, Woo! there's just nothing like it's watching college exhausting. football from 11 a.m. to like midnight on a Saturday in the fall when you got vibes peaking when your favorite baseball team is out of it and you're just trying to find a way to increase the vibes. Uh, that's by making money watching teenagers sling the pigskin. Then do it the next day and watch adults sling the pigskin. It's, it's just something, something different. I, 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 you know, that's the only way I can explain it to you guys. This football season, though, Points Bet, my favorite app, you guys are rocking the gear, is bringing you a better way to bet live games, bet, bet live on games, I mean, sorry, which means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay Bet on the next drive to be a touchdown and cash out your live second half over bet with points bet. You have access to more live football markets than ever before. Build the perfect live same game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with points bet lightning bets. So whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live on points bet. Download the points bet app today and sign up with code CHGO to get your first two risk be risk. Bets free. Let me say that again. To get your first two bets risk free up to $2,000. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. And if you make 43 bets, that does not mean you need to make that or make that, make that phone call. It's when you get past 70, I'd say, in a span of four days. Yeah, it's the push to 70, yeah. as we call it. <laughs> uh, Pins and Ace is the official golf apparel. Partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Get tons of compliments. On and off the course, they are a family-owned golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve, an innovative product that allows you to store not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, but seven beer cans right in that sleeve, an innovative product that is right there in your golf bag, keeping those drinks cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. A quick fantasy question for you, Cody, since he's you know, sort mm. of gambling a little bit. Um, will Mooney finally catch some passes, or should I go with uh, Waddle of the Dolphins? This Waddle. Week, even though he's questionable. 
Yeah, he's questionable. He's or I have Cam Akers or Henderson of the Rams. This is a flex position mm. in a Waddle. non-PPR. Well, okay. If Waddle can play tomorrow, Akers, then I... Henderson, Waddle, Mooney. If, if Waddle can play tomorrow, you can play him. But I'm a little iffy on it just because Tua is also questionable. Ooh. And, I mean, oh. Teddy Bridgewater is, you know, he's about as average as average gets. So, I, I don't know about that. And they're playing, Akers the, did, playing the Bengals. Yeah, but they're due for a. Eh. Mm. Acres scored a touchdown last week. Like Rams going to play the 49ers. It's going to be run heavy. It's going to be disgusting. Yeah. Monday night and Acres also again. fumbled late in the game, which might be trouble for him. Mm. Who else did you say you had? I have his alternate Mooney? Henderson, and I have Darnell Mooney. Ah. Is Mooney well, not going to play Henderson. But like, I assume that the Giants are going to just stack the line and be like, "All right, Justin Fields, throw the ball and beat us." Yeah, I just if he plays Waddle, he needs and he, and he does something for you. You have to agree to do his end zone celebration. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Where Some sort of like waddles. waddles. It, it, yeah, waddle, Joey waddle, just waddle. did it off camera. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. But I want to see you do it if he gets in the end zone for you and you play him. I think that should be the deal. If he scores two touchdowns, I'll think about All right, it. Right. I would say Here's as of play. this podcast deal. right now, you got to play Waddle. But if he, but if Tua is out, then I would. Consider money, but I feel like the safe bet is for sure. The safe bet for sure is Waddle. But if, and again, if you decide against it, then I would go Mooney next. Uh, I've got Waddle in there right now. Um, Super chat. I got a super chat from PS5 Live. We don't get a lot of super chats. Turning biblical losses into biblical wins. Go Cubs. Buck 99 from PS5 Dat Lie. (laughs) Where is, this is the second night in a row Collada's not here. Yeah, is he all right? Is he okay? I hope he's okay. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Maybe he's shocked by all the winning. Colada, what's up? Where you at? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the the new bathrooms at Wrigley are so nice. He got lost in there. He can't <laughs> find his way back. He might be there. He might be at the game. Uh, what do you guys keep talking about? Why do you guys keep talking about Patrick Mooney? <laughs> the guy from the Athletic. Yeah, Moon Dog, <laughs> former colleague of mine. Yeah. It's the first person I ever podcasted with. Yeah. Before I really knew what a podcast was. <laughs> um, did So you guys saw this. The Rizzo was the, what did they call him? The understudy, I think. No. Acting manager for the Yankees tonight after they clinched. Boone said Rizzo's the acting manager, so he helped make the lineup card. He actually put prospect... Oswald Peraza in the cleanup spot, and he had an RBI single, his first in the majors, in his first at bat. And Rizzo was sitting there this. with Look the watch. Pose. If you can see it on YouTube, uh, this is from Corey's Twitter. Uh, Chris, Chris Kreider, respecter. Okay. But he wore, he wore like a Rolex or whatever watch he's wearing, and he's doing the Boone pose as if he is the manager. I assume this is actually just fun and that Rizzo doesn't actually want to be a manager, but I could be wrong. I'm just surprised he didn't put himself in the pitch. Oh, you're right. He has not pitched as a Yankee, and he's bothered Boone about it. He's going through the lineup. He's looking at the lineup cards. He's got the the managerial gum chewing down with that really strong jaw movement. He sent sent Glaber Torres out with the lineup card. He's calling to the pen. Look at this. So Incredible. the question becomes. It is pretty great. great. The question becomes Rizzo or Ross, what would be a better vibe on the next great Cubs team? Which guy would be the better manager for the next great Cubs team? Oh, man. I don't. I mean, if we're talking about vibes, I'd go Rizzo. But I don't even want to think about it because the moment that guy makes one mistake, everyone will turn on him. And I've. I've read enough Anthony Rizzo slander over the last year. That is fair. I've read enough David Ross slander over the last year. So if we're talking strictly for vibes, we're putting Tony in the dugout. Let him let him do his best David Ross impression. Let some guy I, well, let some position player. Now White pitch Sox for an have inning. gone. White Sox have gone with uh, Reinsdorf has hired his buddy to be the manager. Which now that's coming to an end. <laughs> what if David Ross said, "I would like to hire Rizzo as my bench coach." I want, well, he's already got Napoli over at first. Then he said, I want Lester as my pitching coach, and we'll bring back Schwarbs to be our hitting coach when they're done playing. <laughs> I, could actually, I could actually see like two or three of those happening. We already have Napoli. That's or, like... or, J, or Jason Hayward 
as a bench coach. I could see that happening too. No. We're just gonna have the entire 2016 roster. That's, that as there's like staff. real uh, like 85 Bears vibes with that whole idea. Let's just you know bring in the glory days as much yeah. as we can. I mean, I think by the time the Cubs are good again, which I hope is next year at least to some degree, Rizzo's still gonna be playing. So I don't know if he would hop in the managerial seat could just be playing yet for the Cubs. You told it. I heard you say it on the podcast. It no, could be. Listen, right here with the Cubs. I'm not trying to talk myself into it, but look, he could opt out. I'm just saying he could opt you know, out. David Ross he said there's a hole out. at first base, you know? Um, no, I think Ross the city fine. would erupt. I don't if know. Rizzo was on. The, was I do. I actually too. do agree with Cody's point. Like I always liked David Ross when he was here, but I, as it's gone on, like that's always the concern, right? If things go wrong, people are going to be critical of someone that, you know, is like a, a cult hero here mm-hmm. in Ross's case, like Rizzo. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. And I, I don't know whether he would be a good manager or not. This is obviously just, yeah. a, you know, for fun, yeah. they clinched last but night, so. I can't, I mean, this isn't serious. Everything we talk about is serious. <laughs> Luke. Everything. Um, who are, who you got is life or death. You That's guys right. don't even understand what well, happens what when the, the cameras are now. off. The winner gets to pick what they want, put on a brick outside Wrigley field. If they're still doing that. We don't think they're actually doing it anymore, but I think that would be a great prize. The winner gets to write whatever they want on a brick, Stucky and the Nation. other guys have to pay for it. <laughs> Stucky Nation um, for life. We could probably get one of those bricks done. I think we could pull that off. So the other big, the, the big story in baseball tonight, and we're doing this on Wednesday night if you're not watching this live, of course, outside of the 16th home run for Morrell, which was the biggest home run hit in um, the United States. Biggest. Home run hitting. Or win number 69 for the Cubs would be Judge hitting 61. Sure. In Toronto. I guess we can argue. Rizzo as his manager. Yes. I guess we can (laughs) argue it. Yeah, we can argue that being a bigger home run than Morrell's. I guess we can. That'll be a good, like, bar trivia question. Who was the Yankees acting manager when Aaron Judge tied Roger Maris? Now, that is a beer money question. Because I think I was reading some of the Yankees. I'm reading some of the Yankees beat writers. I think technically he was, like, actually the alternate manager. That wasn't just him posing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he really was listed as, like, the alternate to Aaron Boone tonight. They, they clinched the AL East last night, so, like, today was kind of one of those, like... Did they win? They won? Yeah, last night. This game. Oh, Judge. tonight? I think Judge put them ahead, if I'm not if I'm So, not if mistaken. they won, Rizzo might be the best uh, leadoff hitter, relief pitcher, slash manager in the history of baseball. Yeah, they won 8-3 to three tonight. He's undefeated. 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 Never as a zero point zero ERA, he's one and zero as a manager, and he's the statistically the best leadoff man in the history of the Cubs. Yeah, <laughs> build the statue. Wow, Tom. put the statue up. Uh, so the question is, the 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 home run number sixty one bounced into the bullpen. Those guys, there's a couple guys with gloves. You got to catch that. It they're leaning over. It's tough. I'm not saying I could do it. Right. But you mm. brought the glove. You're there for that moment. You're in those seats. You're in the right spot. You you gotta secure that bag. I so mean, okay, say you're say you're sitting in the bullpen. What do you do with the ball? Do you give it to Judge? No. Does Corey Freeman give the ball to Judge? And if not, what do you do with it? I, look, I I'm a you know. I, I got rent to pay. You know what I mean? Like, there's I don't no want, way I'm giving it. To I don't him. want an autograph. You know, like I'm not. I'm not gonna like hold it for a billion dollars. But like, it's definitely worth something. So they they either come up with that, or I'm gonna go take it to an auction house. Right? Like that's what you got to do. Sean says, "Give it back for five hundred grand." Now, see, that's more my. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I hold out for five hundred grand. Now, you said your strategy as we were sitting on the couch was. To go in there, come in and say, I'm no, 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 a Cubs no. fan, this right? Was, that was with Pujols. Judge, this doesn't, that doesn't work. My, my thing was if I, if, because Pujols. Oh, you were saying for Pujols. Yeah, Pujols. Well, that changed my Pujols, Both of them were on the road, but Pujols was on the road, and I Pujols, was saying. Pujols, I never would have given the ball back. I would have done what they did at Harry Carey's. I would have blown up the ball. And eaten it? I would have held a ceremony, put it in a box, and put a stick of dynamite, and then blown the thing up. Didn't they, so they, they put saw. it in spaghetti sauce, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they ate it. Yeah. Yeah. The Bartman ball. Yeah. The more yeah, you know. Correct. I would have done that with Pujols' home run. I, I was saying that I would have exploded if, it. if I did catch it and they bring you down to the locker room or whatever and they're like, okay, can we negotiate to get the ball back? I would tell them I was a Cubs fan so that they understood I'm not bluffing. I will walk out of here with this ball. 
I don't want a picture with this dude. I definitely don't no. want an autographed Cardinals jersey. Well, do you want it with Judge? So either pony up or no. Well, I don't want that for Judge either. My problem with you, if you were going to say that to Judge was, no, I well, wouldn't then how judge. are we going to get him in free agency? That would be the negotiating play. Be like, not only will I give you this ball, but I will give it Wait, to you so the, if I think you sign with the, the Harry Carey ball, was it, was it <laughs> arm spaghetti sauce? Was it arm spaghetti sauce? Like um, in the song? Eight Mile? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. No. Just, okay. That joke that was a stretch, well Joey. That, <laughs> Nick Joey, G no. says, was it mom's spaghetti? I thought that was well done. <laughs> mom's spaghetti. No, mom's Judge, spaghetti. I'm, I, Judge, I just, but like, it, it's just, it's worth so much money. Like, I get that it's a big moment, and I'm not, I'm not like, no, you know, it, everything, it's not about like, oh, let me see how much money I can make. But it's like, if you can get six figures for this, like, most people at these games, like, that is life-changing money. I mean, clear your bills, pay your mortgage, pay your rent, like, I Put wouldn't tell him school? that, but if I could get twenty grand for it, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm holding An out autograph." I don't no. want a stupid bat and jersey. Keep no. your bat and jersey. You can give me that too, but I still want my five hundred grand. Yeah. And you know what? While I'm at it, I think I'd like a car. I think the more interesting <laughs> question for like maybe me and Cody would be like, if I was out there and Chris Bryant hit his seven hundredth home run, I don't think I could look that man in the eye. And tell him, nah, I'm taking the ball. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think I could. I and really don't who? think so. Like Chris, like Bryant or Rizzo or if Lester did something, like I'm going to tell Lester, hey, give me I'm money or I'm right taking now, the ball. No way. If Cody Del Mendo hit his 700th home run in the uh, beer league softball tournament, if he hit number 700 and somebody's like, what's this softball worth? And they were like, 500 grand. I'd be like, Cody, it's 500 grand. That's it. I'm holding the money. I want the and cash. I would, and then like, I get a tattoo this, on my bicep. This is real. This is real life. Like, if you want your baseball, I'm not, a, I'm totally not above holding it out for cash. I don't understand, like, if, oh, for the game, the history of the game, you've no. got to give him the ball back. I'll tell you what I need. I need 500 grand. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with he's you. Got, and he's going he's gonna to make about 300 million. So while he's at it, I'm going to find out what kind of car he drove here in. And I'll be that jerk and be like, I'll take your car, just hand me the keys and the title, and $500,000, and I will give you the ball. <laughs> Pay back. off my season tickets for Matt, the rest of my Matt life. And also, please sign with the Cubs. Matt yeah. says I would get a tricked-out scooter. I think, like, yeah, it, I want more it, than it a is scooter interesting, though. Ball. I mean, and, like, obviously, most of these people are saying this, and they're not in the situation, nor will they ever be in the situation. But a lot of people do feel that way, you know? Where they're like, oh, if I got it, I'd give it back. It's history. No. It no, means more to them. A lot of people say that. They're lying to themselves. Do you, think, do you think that anybody 10 years from now is going to even remember what happened? Like, oh, that person didn't give the ball back. He held on to the ball for... He, he, oh, he took $500,000. Like, who cares what people well, think? Well, Cody, if this was your grand, Cody would love to be villain number one Oh, absolutely. Are when you kidding? Were, That's an when incentive. You were, when you were first explaining <laughs> it, why your your ideology behind it you walked out then the people would learn like the, there would be headlines like cubs fan doesn't give ball oh, back thrilled. to pujols oh my god i would that love to be priceless. that guy that alone is priceless and then i would love to be that guy i would love to tell the entire city of st louis to suck my ass right like that's the third mm -hmm. time cody has said that tonight <laughs> like uh, just oh i would oh <laughs> He's got a catchphrase, folks. I dream, Print the shirts. <laughs> dream of like making that many go. people pissed off in that. Ugh, fuck that place. It okay. would be it would be that headline like He's Cub fan steals Pujols ball, and it'd be a big picture of Cody like. <laughs> Shane and says, then with a couple middle fingers on the way out, like oh man. Shane oh says, God. pull up the pass and tweet classic. What is the pass and tweet? Is this about the home run ball? I'm not sure, Luke. I don't Let's remember. find out. Let's find there, out. What Jeff Passan is definitely a like get your money for the ball kind of thing, if I'm guessing. Blue Jays fan Frankie Lasagna. Just misses catching. Just misses catching. Well, what's a quote tweet say, Joey? Yeah, I'm not know. sure what we're I think looking it's the for. Quote tweet? Shane, you're gonna have well, to tell us what should have. It could have been the Ricotta uh, ball. The Pujols. He could have been talking about the Pujols thing too. Hmm. So Milwaukee did win. I don't love that Milwaukee the Cubs win, inadvertently. Yeah. They won That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Though big they, on that. They would end up playing each other, wouldn't they? So that's a real, you know, pick your poison situation. Ricotta cheese. If it was the Cardinals and the <laughs> Brewers in that three-game wild card. 
Yeah. Ricotta cheese that goes on lasagna, which I knew that. I, I guess it has it, there's a pun there. Well, lasagna sounds delicious after that yeah. disaster I had with sweet greens tonight. Oh, buddy. I'm surprised we made it this far into the podcast. What on earth? I, I ordered sweet greens, which no has idea. never done me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's down here on Randolph. They do a nice job. They do like these healthy bowls, right? You get, you get some uh, nice grain rice. They put it on kale, which or I usually quinoa. don't like. Or whatever, and it helped. And then I get uh, sweet sliced sweet potato on it, and then some some uh, grilled chickens on there, and then they give you some almonds to put on top, and a nice uh, vinaigrette over the top. It's a great like healthy bowl, nice dinner. Shows up tonight, and and Grubhub delivered it. It came timely enough. My food shows up, and I'm looking at it. It's like there's like six pieces of chicken that look sort of chewed i don't know what happened like did they not look a little chewed little, it, it well, the bowl was very empty it didn't look the great. sweet potatoes was, yeah, were sweating they had like this glistening on them then there was like a little lump of rice and one first of all i wasn't even supposed to have broccoli in the bowl there was one half of a piece of broccoli in there and and a container that had maybe a quarter filled with vinaigrette sauce. I think somebody ate the salad. <laughs> this is also not the first. Didn't this something like this happen to Mario with Portillo's? Yeah, he never, no, he, he never they got dropped. They, never they just it. basically dropped it on the street and said delivered and sent this a picture was, of a wall. This was either the eaten street. by the delivery people or the somebody in the back room was like, Hungry, and they started eating, and then someone just closed the lid on so, it and sent it out for a, delivery. A, XX it, right now, XX is saying, are you really talking about your dinner on a Cubs podcast? Is it your oh. first time here? Yeah, I'm saying, is this <laughs> your, your first, first time, time here? here all Who's season? asking that? Is this the first time you're here in the year of our Lord 2022 with on, this man. team? Oh, man. Oh, man. This is also, well, I you made it 45 minutes. No, too. hey, everybody, like, let's Sean stop. We're going to get back. We're going to do an in-depth breakdown of Mark Leiter Jr. for the next 45 <laughs> minutes. So everybody sit back, We were relax. banking that's on. What, that's what the chat wants. That's what you're going to get. We're here before and after. Well, we're here after every game, basically. Yeah. If we didn't talk about something other than the we Cubs occasionally, ice cream. we would lose our sanity. <laughs> we, talk, we already we talk, lost it. We talked about ice. We, we did a whole pregame show eating ice cream once. What was your favorite part Robbie of that says, show? <laughs> Robbie says he didn't tip a Chipotle order two years ago. The driver said my food fell out of the bag. I think the driver ate it. <laughs> I mean, I do know that you run a risk when you order delivery or go through the drive-thru. There, there is, they're going to screw it you. Once be, in a while, because it's like so expensive. You are burying the lead a little bit, Luke. What's the lead? I brought cookies. Oh, well. Corey did bring in Corey cookies Corey did from save the day. I had half of a large chocolate chip cookie for dinner. So if you're wondering why I'm sitting here kind of fading, it's because like did you, athletic did, did you greens not eat the sweet greens? So did you not? You didn't eat the sweet greens, I'm guessing. I didn't feel like it was the right move because yeah. I wasn't sure somebody hadn't been eating that or an animal hadn't gotten into it somewhere. Now, let me outside. ask you another question. Did you submit any sort of claim? I was refunded. Okay. I have been <laughs> refunded, but that hasn't helped my stomach. You know, I'm starved. That's out of my why mind. Luke was in such a bad mood about the who you got situation. Absolutely. He didn't have a good dinner. It's, that's I definitely mean, a... We're, we're at 1034. I'm old and hungry. <laughs> we still have, we still have 12 series, minutes though. until Ryan's going to join, so... We're getting quick baseball in this series. It's not bad. Yeah, where are we at? We're like 48 minutes in the app. Ryan is... We should bet. <laughs> oh, oh, super, super chat. chat. Watched my driver eat half my food on camera. Wow, PS5, I'm sorry, my friend, dude, that sucks. Max says I'm a poor sport because I wouldn't eat my salad from Sweet Greens? No, I think of who you got. Oh, that's too (laughs) long ago. (laughs) The the Ring doorbell camera has changed everything. Good I think that there's so much that you got to be aware of, that you will get caught by the ring, whether you're a DoorDash guy. Lil Yumper says I should win who you got because I didn't get to yeah, eat tonight. Well, Lil Yumper is just one person. Well, Lil Yumper also said that I should win by default. <laughs> yeah, he did. We're going with the first choice. I, I won by default. No, 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 no. Max says no, for who you got, true. it's not the first time. See, I, I, he, I appreciate Max giving me the benefit of the doubt the first time around, but Max... I'll do anything to win. I also got to see Ryan in action last night. I was in section 323 at beautiful historic Wrigley Field. Looked over to my left. I could see our boy. 
putting in the work up there. There he is. Speaking of our boy. Man, his ears were burning. He's going to see. He's going to try and tell us how Ian Happ won Who You Got tonight. Hi, Ryan. Sorry. <laughs> We've already decided. We get, we gave it to Cody. Yeah, but mean, it was questionable. It was, it, it was that one reversed call that probably changed the I have a two for four yeah. night and score the game time yeah. run. It was a correct call. We it's knew you reviewable. were gonna say that, Ryan. Was it, it reviewable was or not? <laughs> that I don't know I honestly don't know the rule, but Boog Shami seemed to be adamant about the fact that you cannot overturn hit by pitch. Yeah, that's. I, I was confused honestly. About that. I don't know. I have no idea, but it, they, they, if, even if it was, they still got it right. They still got it right. It was. It hit him. It clearly hit him. Uh, it was it was the right call, Cody? To move up another rung. It's just nice to win one, baby. Shane wants to know what's in the cups. You don't want to know. <laughs> Ryan, We're celebrating I, the 69th win. Ryan, it's, I was saying that nice. you and I uh, waved at each other at the game yesterday. It's not very we exciting, did. but. You know, you're not usually up here, are you? On this, this high up? No, I was with some friends. Those are great seats. The the 300 level right. now. Uh, I can't. What was that? Did that used to be the 400s when they changed? Yeah, 400s and then the 500s behind it. It's the 300s now. Great view. What was Ryan eating in the press box? I he at the they time have brownies he was tonight. Did they have anything. brownies tonight? They have, yeah, they have brownies every night, cookies every night, and chicken and some kind of red meat. Brownies the way to go. Stucky's thinking about breaking out the credentials one more time this season. <laughs> He's going to go the last home game. To I didn't realize there was brownies every some, night. Stuff some brownies in my pockets for the offseason like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> they do have good brownies. Can't, you can't deny that. That's true. Yet another um, moment where you can come and just watch this show for free, guys. Oh, what a moment. Ryan, wow. what was said after the game? Uh Wesneski really didn't have it didn't look like he had his best stuff. He was grinding maybe a little bit or or did he feel pretty good out there? Um no, it's actually kind of what he said that he 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 said he talks to his dad after outings and his dad told him that's like his best outing where he didn't have his best stuff. Like it was they yeah, he knew it and he he said that he didn't really have uh the feel for like he he didn't feel great about his slider especially with two strikes. Um and you could see it wasn't it wasn't putting many guys away. I think he had two whiffs on 11 swings today. Um, so it wasn't like he was just throwing them off. He, it, there was that one, I want to say it was a, a called third strike that he got with the slider. Um, but, I mean, you could just kind of tell with the strikeout total that, that, that the slider maybe just wasn't working as well as it had against other liners in the past. Um, but, yeah, no, he said that he felt like he was grinding. But, uh, but clearly the results went well, five-plus, one-run, um, which is good to see. I mean, I, I think, I know Tommy, uh, we talked to Tommy Hotovy earlier today. I um, mean, he kind of agreed that it, it can be beneficial for guys to have these kind of nights where they're grinding, where they don't have their best stuff, where the lineup is bad. You know, they're facing the best lineup so far that he's faced in his career. Like, it's beneficial to have those kind of nights when you can figure out how to truly grind out uh, five innings against a major league lineup against a team that's, at least for right now, still in the playoff picture. Um, so I think overall it was again not his best start by any means, but it was it was a good start just to see how he responded to to kind of you know traffic on the base paths, just a little bit of trouble and, and adversity during a game. I mean that. So he's he, you said he called his dad before the after the game. He talked to him before he talked yeah. to the media. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, he, like the last player I can remember, like actually talking about like how much their dad Chris Bryant used to all the time right mm-hmm. like he yeah. consulted with his dad a lot about stuff and I wonder if that's a similar relationship with Wesneski like he really trusts his father's um his his father's eye because he's seen more baseball than anybody else and more of his pitching than anybody I else mean, you know? if I were a major league pitcher my dad would be calling to yell at me after <laughs> everything you know you didn't locate your fastball something like that um Ryan I'm curious anything on uh Alzali? like how they're viewing how this is you know it's only a few outings but how they're viewing how this is going I know he's uh in all of these he's you know going out sitting down coming back out but any thoughts on like his progress or, or anything like that a few outings in um so I actually talked to Adbert 
pregame, uh, not specifically about that, but just kind of what, you know, this last couple weeks and being back, obviously, like he said, the, the results really don't matter that much. Like there's not a whole lot you're going to take out of two weeks, two and a half weeks of a big league season when you've missed the first almost six months. Um, so I, he's very focused on obviously going out there, um, working with the pitches that he's started to develop, you know, trying to, trying to find the right pitch mixes against, you know, against righties, against lefties, um, and just getting to the off season healthy. I, I mean, yeah, he's got, I mean, the ERA is high and, and, um, he gave up a hit or two today during the game, but, Again, the, the the results are ultimately not what matters right now for for Adbert. It's it's just being healthy enough to pitch right now, and then being healthy enough to go and hit his offseason program running as soon as you know as soon as the season ends. Uh, Madrigal, this was yesterday though, right? But I we I guess we didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about it. Madrigal is completely finished for the season, correct? Yeah, Ross Ross said Madrigal's finished. Um, I know. He, I mean, he didn't, he kind of just said that he's done, uh, well, didn't get a whole lot into it, but kind of feels like it's one of those things where he kind of, you know, he's had already a groin strain earlier in the season, not a whole lot of time to come back at any, you know, for the rest of the season. So it, it I mean, it kind of felt inevitable. Like it kind of felt like it, that just confirmed it more than was sending <laughs> any shockwaves and around Cubs Twitter. Um, but yeah, no, he's Madrigal is is done for the season, which is again a disappointing kind of outcome for for Nikki Two Strikes. Um, little little conversation I saw on Twitter about Brandon Hughes. Uh, some guys were discussing maybe the fact of maybe they're using him too much, can and considering the season is is done. Um, I, I don't know. Have you talked to him at all? recently about like his innings or even Ross about his innings, just because some people are a little concerned with that. I mean, no, not specifically, but I don't see the concern. I mean, he's not going out there and throwing 30 pitches every now, like his last five outings have been like 16 pitches or less. Um, even today was about that much. Um, no, I, maybe, maybe, I don't know if there's concern over, the fact that he rolled his ankle over the weekend and was like mm-hmm. back in there pitching and has pitched the last three games. I, I mean, I know Ross you know, really praised Brandon Hughes after the game today. Um, like he, he clearly he's one of Brandon Hughes is probably his most trusted reliever at this point. And you see it putting him up against Cal Schwarber, putting him up against Brandon Hughes. Um, and he trusts him and, and, you know, David Ross is, is always adamant that, like, regardless of how many games are left in the season, regardless of, you know, where, the, where they're at in the standings, like, he wants to win every day. Um, and if it's a situation where Brandon Hughes didn't, you know, I think I think maybe through 10 pitches yesterday, so it's not like it was, it's over. Um, he, yeah, I, I don't, I, I get the I get the idea of, like, he's, I think he's pitched, like, 54 times already since he got called up. I think I saw that on Twitter. Um, it just, it doesn't strike me as something to be concerned about. Um, I don't, you know, David Ross just, again, he's, he's very, he, he likes Brandon Hughes enough to where, even though he's a rookie, he's kind of, he said actually after today's game that, you know, he's not a guy that David Ross is worried about. Like, it, it, that's just where it is. So, I mean, no, I don't, I don't see cause for concern over that. I don't think that's anything so people I, need to be worried will- about. I will then not get concerned about this being a C-Sheck Madden situation. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, realistically, if Ross is trying to win a game and he can only trust Brandon Hughes right now, it makes sense that he would throw him in there. You hope that in the future they have the bullpen pieces where he can trust everyone outside of Brandon Hughes, right? So, I, I mean, I, until unless this keeps – this continues in the next season, then 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 you come up with, then maybe you have a little more cause for concern. But right I now, I wouldn't be. Full C check. I yeah, that, that's the only <laughs> and, thing. And they're, you know, they're not, and you, you know do how that. No, you know no. how David loved him some Jonathan VR and Andrelton Simmons, man. Like, you know, I'm I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to get too. I don't over think that's concerned. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a, 
a good comparison. Brandon Hughes Brandon is Hughes. actually good. Yeah. yeah. I won't oh, stand okay. for the Simmons slander on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, our chat is unbelievable. First, Ravi says, my dad would tell me in the car after a bad Little League game, I paid for Wells Park for you to strike out three times. <laughs> Stan then, says, over, nothing is over until we say it's over. That's that's fair. Animal House, little we, Animal House line there. We yep. need... I, I, too, am looking for the over. We need over 75 and a half wins for me to win this season total bet for the Cubs. So the Cubs need to win out. I'm once again asking for another win tomorrow. And then uh, this is probably for you, Ryan. Uh, Becky says Coolio died, so I will hang up and listen to get your comments. Thank you. <laughs> no yeah, context. Out of nowhere, Becky just says Coolio died. It did. I did just see that on Twitter, actually. R.I.P. Oh, you no, hadn't no, seen that Coolio died? No. Ago. It was like four hours ago. Yeah, they played, was, uh, they played uh, Coolio at the stadium tonight. They played Gangster's the Paradise? They played, I think they played no, something Gangster's on the Paradise, Paradise yeah. yeah. Oh, Fantastic Voyage. They played Fantastic Well, they might have played Gangster's Paradise at some point, but the one that I heard and the one that we all kind of tweeted about was Fantastic Voyage. Sorry, bad Ryan. Day. It's my bad. Bad day. No, that's anything else from the uh, from the ballpark other than uh, look pretty cold tonight. See, you've got I a hoodie on. You dressed correctly. Well, I also had to put a, like a jacket on. Which yeah, it was literally just it was. I just golfed on Saturday in shorts. Like, what happened? What <laughs> what happened to the weather? I, I don't love it. Um, as far as, as other things, uh, we talked to Saya today. Um, what did you think from- of his new hair, Ryan? The blonde hair. Yeah, uh, I was a little, I was a little surprised to see it. Uh, he joked. He said that it was uh, due to um, stressing out over his his child, his newborn, not being able to not not going to sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said it just naturally turned blonde. Uh, no, but he uh, he was in Japan. He um, you know he went on the paternity list and stayed on the restricted list uh, while waiting for his his uh, baby to be born. Now that that's happened, he's back. Um, and I know he says that he's trying to get back in the lineup as soon as possible. He is like, you know, jet lagged, jet lagged going, you know, out to Japan. Um, didn't get a, to work out a lot just because of that. And then obviously a newborn and then now the jet lag coming back from Japan. Um, and I, I do remember they were talking about, uh, just making sure his hands okay before getting him in there. But he did, they did say yesterday that as soon as he got back from Japan, like he kind of went straight to the cage and, and hit. So uh, maybe see Saya back in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, I guess we'll find out like tomorrow morning. That's <laughs> like, encouraging because I yeah, that's encouraging because I, I it's not that I was like worried, but it it had felt like it'd been a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they moved him to the restricted list, and it was it was just weird. You know, so well the res- restricted list was just because I, I I think what I what was said over the weekend was that he was kind of still waiting for the baby to be born. Right. Like he get the, th- he get the three days of paternity leave uh, and then move to the restricted list for other reasons. I mm. think it was just because he, it, it took a couple, it took an extra day or two or something. I think that's gotcha. what we were told. But the, the hand, the hand was something that was like, you know, obviously affecting him previously. Um, if, if all goes well, he could be in the lineup as early as tomorrow. So. Uh, something to keep an eye on. All right. We'll see if they can uh, finish off the Phillies, uh, help out the Brewers again, I guess. I guess that's what you're rooting for. One more. We got to get to 70. Yeah. It means the Brewers get into the postseason. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it. Oh, yes. End. Sorry. We talked about it at the end of the last night's podcast. Yes. But just another – we're throwing it back out there, doing a – what are we calling it, Joey? Casual Friday with Cody. Ca- casual Friday with me. And I perhaps Corey will come and hang Gonna out try. too. Yeah, um, hanging out at Murphy's Bleachers. The bar opens at 11 a.m. I'm pretty sure that's when. Like I, even on 120 game days, I'm pretty sure they still just open at 11. Um, so, me and my girlfriend and one of her friends uh, and anyone else, honestly, uh, we will be at Murphy's before the game. Probably going to sit in left field. I. If I could, I would buy all your drinks and your tickets, but I can't. This is basically just our own way for uh, thanking everyone for their support because we didn't do, like, a tailgate or any kind of get-together like we have for CHJO Bears, White Sox, uh, and the Bulls watch party that we did in April. So, uh, again, if you're 
in Wrigleyville. If you're in Chicago and you want to come hang out with us. So it's, it's beer, vibes, and baseball, not yeah. necessarily in that order. Yeah, it's a mixture of those and, three and, and the thing that will see now Stan is pointing out, not paid for by Cody. Yes. He will not be buying your drinks. Okay, this is so basically a bring your bring your wallets and purses. Yes, your IDs. Right. This is not. This, this is, is not free beer. This, this is, is not a way for the CHGO community to come hang out and like not only just me, right. me but and Corey, but even like other Cubs fans who watch the show. It's like when you and Rachel hung out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At Murphy's now. The only thing that I understand will be free at this will be free betting advice, if you'd like it from Ooh. Cody. Cody will not pay for there your will, drinks, but he will give you free wagering there advice. Is, there, there are college football games Friday Proceed night, so. at your own risk. <laughs> yeah, so it should be a good time. Ryan, you should come too. I'll be, I'll be literally across the street. I'll be here. Yeah, I know. That's why I say you should come Sneak out. for like, I don't know, a half hour or something. At, le- at least go to that patio, you know, on the back of the bleachers, Ryan, and wave to us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. good. See, now I feel like if it was, if we had post game here, I could drive there, come do post game here. But I'm not going all the way from Arlington Heights to Wrigley to drive back to Arlington Heights. Yeah, it just doesn't no, want to hang it's, out with it's, us. It's not in the studio, is it? No, no we're, remote. we're remote. We're, we're remote, remote on, on Friday. Friday. Did, that yeah. get, did that get changed? See, so Corey and, and Cody are closer to Wrigley. Yeah. So I, make, I don't want to give out exact addresses. Well, I, was gonna say, we, we, I think we Cody has before. Corey, so loves it. <laughs> Corey lives at <laughs> 1027 Addison. Cody, Cody doxed Corey a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Or he's at 405 West Gray Street. <laughs> Most people know when I'm standing outside of Wrigley Field anyway, if, uh, yeah, if it's that interesting to anybody. But, well, you can, uh, you can do the postgame in, you know, in my place. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, tried. he tried. No, no that's a no. Uh, it's going to be a no for him, dog. <laughs> all right, so we got uh, the ass man Assad throwing. The ass man. Against the, the Phillies. Sweep. Sweet. I'm not allowed to pick him for who he got, but I will be there in the morning to uh, get my who he got. When the Cubs are going for the season sweep, correct? Season sweep. Season yeah. sweep for the row. Phillies. Yeah. yeah. That is not good for the Never Philadelphia forget, Phillies. They swept the Phillies just right out of the All-Star break. Oh, it was all right. Joe Girardi's fault. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they just, you know, maybe they're just not good. When we'll see what uh, David Ross and uh, Kyle have been jokingly mouthing off at each other when he comes up to the plate every game. David booed him the first game. Kyle booed him tonight back. So we'll see what they have for the finale. Although, Kyle, they really need to win that game. So I maybe less screwing around for them. But (laughs) (laughs) we're not competing for a playoff spot here. So, you know, David can have a funny We are competing for the season total over. And still competing with the White Sox for the same record this season. Absolutely. Still possible. Still possible. Still possible. Uh, Cubs win 4-2. to Thanks for joining us for the CHGO Cubs postgame podcast presented by PointsBet. We will be back tomorrow. Postgame show only. Here. Here. We'll be live in studio. Hope you'll join us then. Until then, fly the W. Ravi dabbing too.